0: Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being
1: comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100%
0: fuck yeah. Join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life.
1: We invite you to play along and get your shit
0: together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take
1: on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. You're listening to episode 66 of the Just Life Podcast. Today we are joined by Judith, a local affiliate marketer who came out of retirement at age 27. Wakefield's back. Welcome, bro. It's been a while. Today, we talk about the battle for good and evil, the smell of fluff, the immigrant story, the power of nothing, learning and not doing anything, and the power of a targeted ad. We also talk about automatic toilet paper changers. Welcome to the show. Where is our guest here? It's coming up to 930. I don't know if you know this, Richard, but I'm a fucking Nazi when it comes to time. He's, he's a he's a see you next
0: Tuesday about time. See if I ever saved her number. Oh, of course I didn't save it. Cause I did text with her before.
2: And
1: then Richard showed up twenty minutes before nine. Well, of
0: course he did. He was super early. Super. Like who the fuck? Oh hey man. I I would have been earlier, but I had to fucking. I had to fucking convince the wife, like, you need the truck. Drop me off. She's like, I don't know if I did. I'm like, you just told me you don't have any fucking eggs, bread, or milk. And you're going to have kids coming down here in 25 minutes being like, where the fuck's the food? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, pretty much. Where's breakfast, woman? Exactly. So Don't ever say that to anybody. Oh, my. Never. Ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Unless
3: you want a, a frying pan for
0: a head. Yeah, well, unless you're a complete fucking douchebag. <laughs>
1: Well, there are those out there.
0: Totally fucking unplugged. Tell you where our women should be. The goddamn kitchen like it used to be. <laughs> Don't come in here wearing no shoes either, woman. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Way to take it to the cords. next. Don't fuck with the cords. Why are they not?
0: Like, why are they in my way? You know, like, your chair's crooked. No. You're, you're in the cords way, not the cords in your way. No. Pull that on the other side of the...
1: <laughs> How's your day been going?
2: So far so good. I got up, did my morning routine, and here we are.
1: Nice. <laughs> and you hurt your leg. What happened there?
2: Oh, uh, no, it's, uh, I went to Arizona last March and I got like, from the pools, I got planter's warts and it's been an ongoing treatment. So hopefully this is the last go around and I'll be done by Monday. Hopefully.
1: That sounds unpleasant. Oh
2: yeah. He's been saying it's the loud. this will be the last treatment. It's been two months. so. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking doctors, eh?
2: Yeah. Oh, we're str- making they're they're really good progress.
0: Alone. We'll see you next week.
2: Yeah. Well, I think this will be the last one. I'll see you next week. <laughs> hey, Judith. How's it going? Pleasure to meet you. Yeah. meet you.
0: Judith. Meet Wakefield.
1: <laughs> so Wakefield comes in when he's able, because he's got lots of stuff going on. He'll jam on the mic with us. He's a poet. Poetic relief. So he'll, he'll uh, drop something on the mic that's relevant mm. and uh, pertinent to the conversation.
0: Something
1: dope. Yep. So take your time, man. We're in no rush. Except hurry up. No. Except, except <laughs> hurry up. You're <laughs> late. No, no, no. I'm we're good. good. We're good. And
0: hey, I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to hold you up either. Don't let me stop you. From what? From drinking <laughs> some green beers. Oh, no, I'm good right now. You are good? Okay. Yeah. I was beers. trying to be responsible. He's well he was like he's like, Do you want to smoke he was no first he said, Do you want some weed? I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, Can this thing get better? <laughs> and he meant like now and I was like, uh Oh, I'm all good for now. But. Okay. okay. I kind of want to, but I'm like, time. I did a few podcasts stoned, and it's just not a good idea. They they get pretty
1: intense. <laughs>
0: I'm just like, whoa, man! Like listening to the stories, I'm like, dude, that is
1: deep. I'm like, oh, I'm like a selling such a walking cliche, you know. <laughs> and we've archived those. We have those. We should listen to them because I haven't actually listened to them. Some of our, I'm sure we've produced behind the scenes. We've
0: produced some though too, haven't we? No. I don't no, so. I mean, we're, uh, we've definitely smoked and been on the podcast. We've smoked on while on the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, a handful of them, but yeah. the ones where we we're, like, flying high. Yeah. They're <laughs> archived. <laughs> <laughs> the Joe Rogan-esque. Yeah, would... So we, uh, how it goes is we just start talking. Okay. And, um... he didn't he didn't send you the script (laughs) we uh we did send you out something to kind of prime the pump Mm -hmm. a little bit about what you've been up to Mm -hmm. some of your background and uh and you were pretty up here high level so we get to dig in a little bit.
2: And, and I thought I was, I was like, oh man, I think I was in way too much painkillers when I filled that out for, for my foot. Maybe I, like, I shouldn't oh, say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: no doubt, eh? One thing that you'll get, uh, you get to realize fairly quickly on this platform is there's no such thing as going too deep.
3: Okay.
1: And and we're likely not going deep enough most okay. of the time. Okay. So, Judith, nice you, uh, you are an uh, affiliate marketer.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's one of the things that I know about you, that you're an affiliate marketer. Yeah. And we'll talk about that.
2: Yeah.
1: Because, I, I imagine there are, the right ways and the wrong ways to really make that business sing. And the fact that you're, what, in your mid-twenties? And you're coming out of retirement? Yeah. Kind of blows my mind a little bit. And so I'd I'd love to dig in and talk about that and see, just find out what that was all about and what it is that you're doing on that front. But I'd like to start off with just getting to know Judith. A little bit about your background, where you've come from, and let's start there.
2: So we were having a conversation earlier. I was born and raised in the Philippines. I grew up like a... In a very sheltered privileged kind of upbringing and then when i moved to canada it's like whoa there's a whole new world in here <laughs> <laughs> whoa, what do you mean i have to do my own laundry what my, <laughs> my, my wife has a
1: my wife has a similar story yeah. coming out of mexico city she yeah. had a nanny and a maid and all of those things yeah. Uh, did you have one of those? For uh, yeah, no.
0: Pretty no, sheltered no, Canadian either. over here. <laughs> yeah, Thinking yeah. I had it going on, living in Canada, being like, oh, those poor folks overseas, or those poor people down south in Mexico, find out fucking maids and shit. Like, what is happening here? I don't yeah. get Yeah, because it was actually viable out yeah. there. It, it yeah. worked out
1: there.
2: Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Yeah and so it's like it's a whole new suddenly I went from seeing my parents like cuz they're they're like they're like entrepreneurs and so they're always there when I was growing up I was like oh my god mom's here again I want to oh, go <laughs> she's always here they're always dad's around. always here yeah <laughs> but then when now now that I'm here now that we're here and they're actually going to day jobs I actually like that was actually amazing having them around like them like being successful so like dad that's all I got to do and he's like what Right, and oh, not like yeah. have to wait until the end of the day, and that's actually so. That's actually amazing, and it's it's quite the transition. It really, really grounds you once you see stuff like that. And um, in the beginning, I'm like, I've never had to think about stuff like. No, that's too much. That 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 might cost too much. We gotta be more frugal, blah blah blah. So that's like a whole new concept for me. Wakefield just like, uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not quite the um, same not quite. <laughs> scenario at this table, I don't think. And that's great. It's perfect. Yeah.
2: And so, yeah, and so and and that was like suddenly in like in the span of twenty hours, because that's how long the plane ride is, it's like suddenly I'm like This like this person to like a whole new person in a span of twenty hours. and suddenly I'm like, okay, well I gotta learn how to do dishes. My clothes won't automatically just show up in my closet again. Wouldn't that be
1: awesome? Wow, I'm working on that. And and Um, how old were you approximately at this
0: time?
2: I'm sixteen.
0: Oh wow, perfect age too to have to deal with all that. A little bit of humility, a little bit of responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I was
2: sixteen at the time, but then at the same time um as soon because we got here around Jul, uh june and come september i went to school i didn't have it's weird because everyone all the other kids that are like new to the country at the time are like having a hard time fitting in whereas for me i was like whoa i'm home
0: oh nice Yeah, that was
2: different because i never really fit in at home i'm always the i'm always in trouble i'm always at the principal's office i'm always i could never fit in i can't do i i'm not I'm not big on the rules. I can't get, get on board on the strict Catholic stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, like it's, it's, it's a whole so, different story. Like
0: yeah. uh, sounds like the entrepreneur,
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so, yeah.
0: Definitely the daydreamer as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so when I got here, I was like, okay, well, I have a fresh start. I could pretty much do whatever the heck I want. And so suddenly I'm just like, whoa, I'm home. This is awesome.
0: And this was Calgary? Yeah. Okay, cool. So your parents, and what brought them here?
2: Just the greener pastures. Yeah, they're just like.
0: It sounded pretty green where you were at.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the maids and stuff. They
0: come here to like get a day job. Fuck that. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, know it, to, I, I didn't have that kind of um, resentment though. That like, oh, you know, like a, a lot of my friends had that. It's like, oh, we were doing so good in the Philippines. Why did they have to go here? But at the same time, looking back now that I'm. Like, fast forward 11 years, I'm like, I wouldn't be able to do what I do if we were in the Philippines. And so...
0: Yeah, for sure. I
2: do see now what they say that, oh, this is for you guys. This is so you'll have a better fighting chance. At the time, I was like, well, our fighting chance seems to be okay. I'm on track to replace my dad in in the family business, right? But then I'm actually, do I really want to be running a machine shop though?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what what do you say... When you talk about you wouldn't have been able to do what you've done had you not moved out here, what were those things that presented themselves to allow you to to do what you've achieved?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of... Playing around on the internet, if I was in the Philippines, like maybe I'll do social media here and there. But as far as you know, doing business, um, because everything in the world that I am in is dealt with in U.S. dollars. If I'm in the Philippines, I was like, screw that! I'm not gonna deal with that. I have other stuff on to go here. And so just just that little mindset shift in there, and I got connected with people in from the states and. If I was still in the Philippines, I probably would have a smaller chance of traveling to the U.S. and coming to see them and presenting the those opportunities for myself, right? Because I have to apply for visa and it's most likely gonna get denied because I'm I'm young and I'm single. I have nothing to tie me down in the Philippines, and I have a, and I'm a huge um, risk for staying uh, overstaying. Hmm. And so, hmm. yeah.
1: So it's it's obvious entrepreneurial blood is in your veins because your parents are uh, are entrepreneurs. Are they still running their own thing? Or are they...
2: Um. My dad um, isn't. He handed it off to his uh, brother when we left because it's, it's like a generational family business, so he handed that off. My mom still does. She's got someone else. Um, she's she's still in the background running monies and decisions. Um, and that's but for she's the company got, in,
1: in the Philippines. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, but she, still, she has someone else doing pretty much all the work for her, but she still makes a decision. She still signs off on deciding on how much we're going to spend on that, what goes there, what goes where.
1: And what are they doing in Canada now? Or have what have they been doing?
2: My dad still works in the uh, world of machining. My mom is uh, working at a casino. Nice. And so yeah, and she she actually loves it there. She like gets to meet new people. She yeah she she has fun. She walks around. She's like, this is so nice. I come to work. I come home. I just go to bed. I don't have to think about <laughs> anything
1: else. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Yeah. So what prompted then? Your decision to explore and and give me a sense of what it is that you're actually doing now as as an affiliate marketer or have been doing and uh, and then we can kind of step back and see where the catalyzing moment of that was. Mm -hmm. What is it that you do in, in affiliate marketing?
2: I pretty much I sell information products like people that are like okay how do I sell this on the internet like
1: or ebooks and
2: ebooks and um pretty much uh, my my wheelhouse is business to individual so like um you know like a, a business to like a person like um direct consumer um that's my wheelhouse and so what I do is say someone like say Wakefield here is like I want to learn how to build a business online i haven't i know nothing about it and so that's that's kind of where i come in okay okay well this is where we start and then we go from there um we don't have a product don't worry i got you covered that's what affiliate marketing is in general we take other people's products and we sell it as our own i started a brick and mortar business and when i was 21 years old and then from there, I sold that. And then my buddy called me, it's like, hey, can you come meet with me? And then as it turns out, I was sharing a network marketing opportunity. I was like, hmm, okay.
0: Oh, this is perfect. So <clears throat> I got I got business at 21. I'm gonna put a pin in that because I want to hear what the brick and mortar business was right. about. But I'm interested, like there could be some people listening. You had mentioned network marketing. And I think you and I talked about this in the past. I know for me, affiliate marketing has been like a mystery. It's been something that I've heard about good opportunities and whatever. And I think it also gets collapsed with network marketing or multi-level marketing or that kind of thing. So can you just clear up a little bit of like, what would be the difference between high level network marketing and affiliate marketing?
2: Um network marketing is the basic um word of mouth. Um talking to people, like I'll share it with your friends and family, knock on doors, hotel meetings. The
0: thing that people um, commonly mistake for what they call a pyramid scheme.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they can definitely be fused together cuz sure. um the affiliate marketing met- met- methods definitely work for network marketing. The main difference really is the commission structure. That's right. the main difference. Whereas network marketing, it's like multi level. Whereas affiliate marketing, one, two, two. If you're, if you're, depending on the company, right. most of the time it's just one, right. uh, one level.
0: And you're not doing. I would assert that you're not doing like as much recruiting as a as a no. affiliate marketer in comparison no. to a yeah. network marketer. Like it doesn't really work as a network marketer if you're not recruiting, right? Yeah. 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 Got it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Because I just feel like maybe. I don't know. I, I'm very novice in, in this. Yeah, it's good to get some right, context. Right, so it's good to get some context in there.
1: Yeah, for sure. So you got targeted by an ad mm-hmm. and you went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And what was it about the ad that, uh, that appealed to you? What was the lure?
2: It was everything. It it pretty much pressed all the buttons that I was struggling with in network marketing. Um, you know, um, sick and tired of friends and family closing the doors on you, making a list of a hundred friends, um, burning out uh, people, like brushing off, brushing you off, like as soon as they hear your name, they're like, oh, she's here. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <working> me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And so they pushed every single button, and at the time I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. That's me at the time but now fast forward now it just fascinates me at how like the spoken word could really push buttons and you can the I don't like saying the word manipulate but you can actually well, manipulate people there's a people, level
1: of but, coercion don't yeah. kid yourself yeah. it's it's built yeah. by Whoa. propaganda machines way back when but we're, let's not go down that road. no i just
0: just we're constantly being manipulated but i think that we add it's like the whole idea of being selfish, right? Like it's yeah. it's automatically a negative thing. Manipulation isn't always a, a negative
1: oh, thing. Oh, it can be a positive. It can be, totally be a positive. Unfortunately, the majority are still stuck in an old world, an old paradigm, if we were to use that word, of persuasion and coercion mm-hmm. versus uh, showing people something new and using, you know, An an enrollment, a possibility.
0: Well, something with value even. Creating
1: value. It's just a different way of looking at it. So you saw the value in like, oh man, pain points. Don't like those. You're saying you've got a solution to this. I'm in. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Obviously it worked because you clicked on it. Yeah. And, And then you went down that rabbit hole and started that process because you saw value. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. If more people actually yeah. did their marketing, their advertising from that lens, we would have a whole, a whole lot less noise mm-hmm. in the space because everything's worthwhile. Yeah. But that's not the case right now. <laughs> no. You you touched on uh, one really interesting thing. The power of spoken word. Oh, I just wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wake, Wakefield, you might have like uh, a bias to the power of spoken word in the literal sense that it just kind of collapsed in that way. What would you say has been, and this might put you on the spot, I don't know. Is there is there anything over the course of the last little while uh, in an advertising capacity that maybe has left a positive impression on you because of the language that they used. Is there anything that comes to mind recently?
3: Recently. Honestly, I can't think of something recently.
1: And it doesn't Um, have to be recent actually.
3: You know, okay. It, it takes me back to then if you want to talk about marketing or whatever it is you want to put out there, but you're reaching people. I was reached by that one ad as a kid. And I told you guys this a long time ago. It was, um, It was aimed at kids, and it came on during children's TV time after school. And it was a bunch of clips, a few seconds for each scene, and it was a kid doing something. Every kid was doing a different thing. One kid's doing martial arts, one's playing a tuba, one's doing sound effects, right? And you hear the kid in the background say, nobody does everything, but everyone does something what's your thing mm-hmm. so here we are 40 ish years later whatever it is and i that's still in my head yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm that's what i'm doing and that's the exact same story that i tell especially with the younger students that i i get to and we start beginning the writing process and everyone looks up into the universe for what to write about and i keep telling them look back and i tell them this and i tell them what's your thing so start with you the other thing that i'm hearing That I really relate to is this is the immigrant story, Mm. not just because you're an immigrant, but because Mm. there's Filipinos in my family, too. Mm. So I've heard your story directly and my parents have done the same thing. Now, I didn't have to leave Barbados to come to Canada, but I had to leave Toronto to come to Calgary. Mm. And that was a big enough shift for me. And when you said things like, oh, I was 16 and realized toilet paper doesn't change itself and all, all sorts of things. <laughs> well, you know what? That happens to everyone as soon as you yeah. leave your location. So it doesn't yeah. matter that you're from Philippines and came to Canada. You were from there and you went there and shit changes. Yeah. So when you said when I, when you got to Canada, there were all sorts of things that you wouldn't have had available they might have been available there, but you wouldn't have seen them. They kind of hide in yeah, plain yeah, sight yeah, yeah. when they're around you all the time. So you come over here and poof, your vision's bigger. I was doing the same thing in Toronto as, I was, as I'm doing here, but it's so much bigger because it's a, it's a different place. So I'm hearing you kind of on three fronts. And when you said the power of spoken word, that's where I live. And I know for a fact that if you're speaking, you're not fighting, and it's all about communication. So I'm with you on that. That rabbit hole took you to a good place.
1: Oh, man, I love that line. If you're speaking, you're not fighting. There is a, uh, and it really takes something to be the one to speak with the intention
3: to avoid the conflict or the fight and that is not a direct quote but that is a quote from daryl i think his name is daryl dawkins accidental courtesy is that what it's oh, called okay um he's a black man from the states who has spent his life basically targeting members of the kkk one by one and converting them out of... Oh, shit. I think it's called Accidental Courtesy. I think his name is Daryl Dawkins. He's a a very large black man, a blues musician. I believe he's the son of an ambassador. Um, It's an interesting uh, documentary about what this guy does. But that line is not mine. I believe he said, if I can get them... Because they're like, what are you doing? You're talking to people who want to skin you, literally. And they used to do that. What are you doing? Getting in the room with these people. And he said came up he said if if you're talking you're not fighting and i was like wow
1: yeah that's yeah it's profound so yeah it's not
3: mine i think that's the source we'll
1: exam- we'll double check on the source and but we'll, we'll I do true like that up
3: to uh, i do like to employ it because it holds its weight
1: yeah yeah absolutely so that was an interesting rabbit hole kind of like <laughs> went on a bit of a tangent there hey, right, the I focus the tangent. Three things that
3: you did. it was right? really good actually it's all good for me, so i just had to get them in there and you guys can steer it on back well
0: i, I it's funny because i was actually thinking yesterday you you popped into my head and i can't remember where the context came from but i just had that line in my head that he shared in the podcast before and i could this might not be a direct quote either but if you read well and you write well and you speak well, you'll generally do well.
3: do well. Yeah. If you read well, write well, and speak well, you'll probably do well. That's the,
0: that's the at, at least better, better than you would if you weren't.
3: Absolutely. Even right? when people it's a win win It's way. a win win. When people yeah. believe they have all this power in this thing right here, if you are not literate, if you are not well versed in communication in any shape or form, if I'm right and huh, are pervasive in most of your incomplete sentences this thing is no good it's good for basically you know three minute clips of porn and cats and bully fights and bullshit that's pretty much all it's good for uh, but if you we, have that capacity on that hey yeah no that was great if you Sorry. have the capacity of literacy behind you then you can employ things like technology to your advantage regardless of what level you're playing at yeah yeah
0: you just reminded me of, of Dave Chappelle because he always does that thing in his bits where he goes, huh? Like <laughs> someone
3: huh?
0: <laughs> and so, so this, this is great. So back yeah. to you, Judith. I'm curious to know from you, like, first of all, what did you hear anything in there? And if I can ask a two-part question, is how does that, um, the, the, the literal part, right, speaking and writing, how does that connect to the audience, the consumer? How do you do that from online when there's, like, no connection? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Complete stranger looks at your ad that, or whatever. That is the
1: power of the affiliate marketing
0: mm-hmm. engine,
1: like the, yeah. the
2: story, the, the writing. story. Yeah. And so it's yeah, it's it's completely storytelling. How good are you at telling stories? Can they? Could you really immerse them, make them feel like they're in there, um, and re- being relatable? That's the biggest thing. Can they see themselves doing what you're doing? That's the biggest thing, and that's why. Um, for myself, on, on all my content, on all my ads, I simplify everything. I want them to see that. Uh, I want them to be able to see that. Oh yeah, that's simple enough. I can do that, mm-hmm. right? And so that's it. And then, like I said, um, the whole context of enrollment or registration is huge in there.
0: So actually, having them. So so just for people who might not <clears throat> have the context for what you're saying there. So just having people actually. Uh, get to know whatever it is that you're actually sharing about yeah. and then have them be connected to mm-hmm. it and then there's going to be some type of a powerful ask inside of that that has them go yeah the call to action
2: yeah there's yeah, uh, uh yeah a yeah so so have that context in there tie that in with a little bit of nlp and then straight to call to action
0: okay great so that's another thing right there guarantee there's some people listening who are not familiar with that acronym okay, oh and it's not yeah. sorry it's perfect because now you get to say okay well what does that actually mean and how does that work
2: so neuro linguistic programming it's like certain words that they hear that just like trigger something the words like by now or um um nlps like um don't look at this time as the time that you should have um you should have taken action so it's it's like it triggers that like we all have that oh if only i started like five years ago i would have been so much further ahead so that's my always my go-to
0: you're interrupting the pattern mm-hmm. of thinking
2: yeah no
0: no no yeah, yeah. no I, I think that's great um you know i was going to make a corny joke about like wait a minute you're you're, you're not telling me that i'm not 100 in control of my faculties at all times are you you are totally you tra- are <laughs> you totally no are. i've got this thing figured out being a human being trust me i'm on it <laughs> and, and nobody's out to
1: manipulate or, co- or coerce you in any way. Yeah, no, you're and safe. I,
0: and I'm not. I'm, I'm immune to that kind of shit. You know you're I mean? totally immune to it. <laughs> Go get me a coffee. <laughs> Anybody
3: throw? Don't I like look coffee? At this, it's this is the time that you should have
0: gotten me coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nice. Something
1: about coffee. It's just so tasty.
0: <laughs> so so let me let me ask you a little bit about like do is there specific types of companies or products or offerings that you're looking for? Do you have some control and say over how that goes? How do you actually get connected to these companies and products that you are marketing for?
2: More ads. <laughs> More ads. Like um um webinars and ads like um the way the way mostly how things have ended up for me is that okay i i joined the first company that i saw the ad for and then one night they're hosting a webinar that's answering my biggest problem which is getting visitors to my site getting traffic to my site i'm like oh okay so i joined the webinar learned lots and then at the end um this guy is closing me on his affiliate offer and i'm like it's like I can do that <laughs> but yeah but you know at the time I was like very new it was like everything every button has been pushed and I'm just like oh, yes so my life's used, gonna be so awesome sponge yeah. you were
0: actually learning this stuff but then it sounds like you did the critical piece which is when you put it into action
2: mm-hmm.
0: right yeah like you actually heard the information and then you went to work at it yeah so talk about some of the hang-ups like it didn't just it wasn't just smooth as butter I'm sure. To get you to be a, what was it, 27 year old retiree?
2: Yeah. I, which we well, I have left to my. Yeah, we must talk <laughs> about that. And I left. Actually, I had my first anniversary of leaving my day job yesterday facebook reminded me one year ago today you left your job i was like <laughs> oh. <laughs> really oh, thank <laughs> you facebook <laughs> you are
1: completely useless nice
2: <laughs> and so yeah um sorry where, where were we <laughs> yeah 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 so
0: for uh, hang-ups on the, hang-ups oh, yeah. on the way oh, and, yeah. and then we'll transition into Absolutely. retirement <laughs> so
2: the biggest thing is the big shiny object syndrome mm. um it's like it's like every single problem and this is very big in the world of affiliate marketing and this is part of the part of the stuff that I fight I'm fighting against is that a lot of the so-called gurus like the big guys out there I'm not gonna name names but um they will they will present a webinar with a with a product that's the solution to your problem and then inside that product is a piece to confuse you so that you could, so you'll end up buying the next thing that would solve that problem and so on and so on and so on. And I really fell into that. I'm like, okay, okay, well, I just learned about traffic. Now my next problem is closing people. But this book doesn't teach that. And he keeps talking about closing, 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 writing emails. Okay, I got to purchase his next course. And then and then a lot of these courses are fluff. And uh, it wasn't until... I don't know, maybe one year and over five figures <laughs> later that I'm like, Okay, something's gotta give. I gotta stop I gotta stop uh I gotta stop purchasing and actually um start implementing. And then at the same time I it's also like picked digital up hoarding.
0: Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah.
2: And then um and then at some point there I was like, okay, I actually built up uh some kind of skill now that I can actually smell fluff from a mile away. Right, right. Yeah. Well,
0: that's so it made it worth it cuz you saw it through to the end. Yeah. Cuz that's the whole manipulation yeah. piece, right? It's yeah. like they they create one product to solve the major problem, but then without saying, "Hey, you've got this other problem." They actually it's like the, yeah. the whole thing that you were talking about. They use the same strategy where they create a new problem within the thing that solves the original problem. Yeah. And then you start fixating on, oh, well, now I know how to drive traffic, but I don't know how to close people. Yeah. Brilliant. It sounds manipulative yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah,
2: just like yesterday, um, I, I personally say it in my content, in my, in my mastermind group, that email marketing isn't as, uh, isn't as effective as it was. I'm not saying it's completely dead but it's not as effective as it was, same as blogging. And then yesterday I saw an ad um, um, with this lady saying, email marketing is not dead, Um, blogging is not dead, but then uh, to to the naked eye, it's like, oh my God, it's so true, but for me being experienced and I see, I was like, yeah, you're propagating that, but that's not the call to action you're making. You're not making us subscribe to an email list. You're not making us look at a blog post. You're sending us to a, a Facebook group. So there's something not right there. So it's so. a,
1: it's a, di- a deflection, diversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're addressing an unknown in our world. It's like, yes, I, I, I've heard of and understand email is in a rocky place, mm-hmm. but I'm still not willing to let it go. So you're going to play in on right. my emotional connection to that and then do a diversion. Um, now, this, this could be used for both good and for evil. Right. Yeah. You could actually divert them to the more effective source because I'm attached to email, but it doesn't work. And I'm not willing to listen to you because I'm attached to email and I think it works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you kind of have to, in some ways you, you, you get to lean in on this is how it's always been done and challenging the status quo. Unfortunately, most people aren't actually doing that. They're still trying to capitalize on let's just get a few dollars yeah, so that we can, right. you know, wring out what's left inside of a dying right, right. craft. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's fascinating. And there's a lot of value in affiliate marketing. Mm-hmm. Like some of the products are, really are with your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say those are the ones that are the most successful And correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Well, they're long-lasting, right?
1: They're longer-lasting because there is more. uh, Well, it's it's relevant in the moment. People Mm -hmm. are those that are aware are the ones that are are seeking it out, Mm -hmm. and they're they are also more aware of the the value of that work. Versus, I've never heard of it before, but I'm going to try it. And okay, it's only Mm -hmm. thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll you know well what's thirty bucks? And they're never ever ever going to use to your point earlier they're never ever going to use it yep. but they felt good making that purchase i'm making a difference i will look at this sometime <laughs> yeah. in the near future <laughs> one,
0: day, I, one I'm gonna, day i'm gonna put this on top of my digital refrigerator yeah and i will totally get to it what
1: a load of crock
0: so i, I definitely i want to go into retirement and before i do that you might not have something present wakefield but i want to put this in your space i'm sure you're hearing it but there's 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 the forces of good and evil at play in this conversation, there's there's the manipulation and deception, and there's also a same with the good and evil manipulation and deception for good or bad, right? There's all that going on here. There's like um, smoke and mirrors, right? There's some of that we're talking about some of that stuff that actually that's probably the, unfortunately like that, that's the bulk of it, isn't it? That's like yeah. the eighty percent versus the twenty yeah. percent is humanity plus, right? So just inside that, let that percolate, and if you got a piece that shows like. You know, that illuminates some of some of that. Then that would be cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't
0: know. Judas might not have the context for what I'm talking about That's here, okay. but
1: surprise I mean, and delight, man! It, yes, surprise indeed, and delight. Indeed. Okay, so you uh retired. Mm-hmm. I'm super jealous. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. I'm. I hit 40 this year. I am so far away from not. From retiring, that I I don't even entertain the question in the context of financial success. I think to to be really rigorous here, I will never retire in the traditional sense yeah. that retirement was around. As in, you've done your your piece, make way for the new, uh, and you're on your way out. You're not as valuable anymore, so just go wither and die in the corner. It's yeah. kind of how it how it went. Your retirement. Is a little different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You retired. When did you retire?
2: Uh, May thirty first of two thousand
1: eighteen. May thirty first of two thousand eighteen. Uh, how did you retire? What what was what what did you do? Did you say "fuck it, I'm done" and I'm going to do yeah. something else, or did you like celebrate? What what was it?
2: Not really. It's 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 more of. Um, Well, I think I can stick it out a little bit more. You know, I want to reach a certain X amount of dollars in my business before I leave my day job. But then there's a point where I'm just like, I just can't do it anymore. I can't like I start work at 7 a.m. I'm still in bed by like 830. Like I can't I can't get up. I can't get myself to get up. It's.
0: For your yeah. job, yeah. Like for you just my didn't job. want yeah. to go to the job. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. just
2: that, and then it's like everything about it is. And and I'm not diminishing the job. It's an amazing opportunity. It's an amazing career. But the job you had, yeah, the job I had. It's it's an amazing career. You know, amazing company, amazing job that they gave me, and I'm forever grateful for that. But I'm just not the right person.
1: So to be really clear, you retired from your day job.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's distinct from. Retired. Retired. As in like not. Well, hold on. In, yes. So you built your
0: business up to the point. Yeah. Where you actually had enough passive income built. Yeah. To replace your income. Correct. That's right. Your yeah. expenses. So yeah. that is, that's so, retirement. The, but yes. now she's got what I like to call a work optional lifestyle.
2: Yeah. 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 And yeah. so for a whole, up until about a month ago, I was doing very minimal. I'll run an ad here and there just to, just to, just to keep it going. Yeah. Just to keep it going. And, um, and just to test out. Cause, um,
1: do you have a program that, where we can learn this? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, like, uh, that, that would have been weird if she didn't. Right? No, yeah, no. The, sorry. The, I don't. It would be weird. It's like,
0: yeah, no, I don't teach anybody. I <laughs> <No>. <laughs> teach myself.
2: Yeah, um, and so, I would run an ad here and there because I'm like, okay, well, according to this guru, this is the new, the best new ad method. Okay, let me throw in 150 bucks on it. Let's see how it goes. And so I'm, I'll do small stuff like that here and there. And then, but uh, but the main thing that really got me to pause, right? I have a passive income. That's good. I'm still is that there is a 98% failure rate in affiliate marketing.
1: 98%?
2: Yes, only 2% ever make it.
0: So people who actually get into it, there's only like 2% that make it. See, this is what I'm talking about. I love this, okay, cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Why do you think it's, why do you think it's a 98% failure rate?
2: It's, people are stuck in the whole cycle of learn, 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 learn. Not implementing. It's like they're buying a McDonald's purchase and they're eating all the burgers that's coming out of the kitchen. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what they're doing. No, we, we don't. if you buy a McDonald's purchase, you're going to sell those burgers. You might take a couple Big Macs here and there because you're hungry and you need it, but you're not going to eat every single Big Mac that comes out of the kitchen. And that's what everyone's doing. They, buy, they purchase an affiliate opportunity and they consume everything that's in there and never get around to turning around and selling hmm. the opportunity and the product
1: we right. are mm-hmm. our cons- our mindset of consumption yeah. mm-hmm. that was typically in a in a real like physical we are consuming products in a physical capacity
3: mm-hmm.
1: has turned over ever since the dawn of of the internet uh, and and really the the momentum that got created that had these types of opportunities yeah. Pervasive and available everywhere, mm-hmm. this mass consumption in a, diz- in a digital capacity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We are. Oh, I wanted a really quirky, cool meme, but it never <laughs> came. But we're we're like consumed by our digital yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: content. Consumed by consumerism.
2: And then they get into this overwhelmed phase because they're like learning left, right, and center. They get into this yeah. overwhelmed phase and then they start brushing it off as, actually, affiliate marketing is not for me. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. Wait, it doesn't wait, work. Wait. Yeah, Whoa. they they go for the easy solution. Just like yesterday, I received an email from my property manager. People from the building are asking them to shut the air intake off from the building. I was like, what do you suggest we breathe in the meantime? <laughs> and they are like, oh, but it's so smoky Oh, in here. terms like, of the smoke. Yeah, right. I was like, Dude, okay, look, their systems, you're fine. It's just the smell of campfire. You're fine. It don't go for the easy way out every single time. And and, and you can see that in like everyday life.
1: Well, right. and it's actually not mm. the easy way out. It it comes at a cost, mm-hmm. but we are reacting mm-hmm. and we are not taking pause to think about why do we need to do it that way. Yeah. Right. There is a there is an irrational justification. Mm-hmm that is pervasive in the human condition, right? That plays
0: into exactly what you're talking about, about the continuous learning and taking no action because people will find a reason why it's not gonna work. They need to have it all, all their ducks in a row, they have to have it all figured out, avoid all mistakes and then I'll start. So therefore I need to go and get more information. The
1: irony in that, having had all of your thousands of ducks in a row, you are paralyzed (laughs) and unable to take an action. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it's fucked. Well, it's
0: just to avoid a mistake, which is where the gold is. Yes.
1: So what does the 2% do then? And be like, get specific. I get that they are taking action, mm-hmm. but what kind of actions do the 2% take?
2: They, well, the, the general is that they sell. And then another thing is that they have the know-how. They understand um, tech because there's a part two to that why the 98% fail. There's like there's the one that, that keeps consuming and then there's the other. We'll, we'll get into that later. Um, but what they do is they just sell and they're willing to jump off and build their parachute on the way down. I, as cliche oh. as that sounds.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it might be a cliche, but that's actually a line that you've used.
1: I don't mm-hmm. know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I totally use that. They're more than willing to do that. And the biggest they wanna, part they is... They're
1: able and willing to fuck up is yeah, basically what you're saying. Pretty much, oh, yeah. Make a mistake, learn. My dad's in QA, quality assurance, mm-hmm. quality control. There's a distinction called uh, lessons learned
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: in oil and gas. So what was the fuck up? What was the lesson that you could take mm-hmm. out of that? And then iterate.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Now that you know Insistent. that doesn't work... Consistent, implement this thing.
2: Yeah. Consistent iteration. That's that's uh, what the. Consistent iteration. I've seen a lot of people like Judith. I ran an ad. It didn't work. I I've can't done do it this. once,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yeah I was it like, doesn't work.
2: Yeah, I was like, dude, you spent like twenty bucks on an ad. I spent three thousand last month, and I still messed up. <laughs> and not all of that three thousand is like a hundred percent return ROI. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a lot of it's it's like. It, it's not like um, all it's not like 100% perfect there's still the 80 20 80% of your ads won't work but then most of your results will come from the 20% that works they they need to understand that yeah.
1: well and and it's a changing target man you got the the Goliaths, the googles and in the facebooks mm-hmm. they're they're constantly changing their algorithms and and what's effective and what isn't so that it keeps you on your game as mm. an as a marketer yeah you you can't press the button, set it and forget it. I mean that that happened right at the yeah. at the dawn of yeah. of ads. Yeah. That's not the case yeah. anymore.
2: And that's and a lot of the gurus are selling that. Oh, this is a set and forget. I'm like, Well wait, <laughs> <laughs> well that's
1: the NLP kicking in. Yeah. You're catering now to uh, what we secretly want. Yeah. You mean I just have to buy it and it'll work? Mm-hmm. I don't even have to set it up. I just have to yeah. purchase your product, yeah. and then I get yeah. to make yeah. money. Yeah. It's kind of how it goes. Yeah. No, totally. I
2: turned a client away uh, away yesterday simply because of that. He's under the impression that I just need to buy and I'll I'll make money. I was like, dude, you bought three products from me in the last three months. I'm not, and he's like, I know you just launched your product that you've been talking about for. Uh, how do I get in? I was like, no, you're not getting in.
1: Yet. I had, I commend yeah. you, Judith, on. I don't think there are many affiliate marketers that will say, listen, this isn't good for you, what you're doing. It's not working for you, and I'm not. I'm not letting you buy the product. Yeah, man, that is a level of integrity. Insert any any bit. Do you think the dealership's going to be like, "Whoa, you want another car?
0: Hold on, pal. Like, what's your debt looking like? You think yeah, the yeah, bank's t- going to be like, t- t- "Oh, you want to you want to roll that all up again and renew your mortgage? Oh, I don't know. It's like you're going up instead of down, and you're like, no. They're like, okay, come right in. Can we get you approved? Can you make the payments? Okay, awesome. Like, <laughs> let's turn your four hundred thousand dollar mortgage into six hundred. No problem, sir.
2: Yeah,
0: totally. But, uh, that's the part yeah,
2: that. It- in, in the same breath, I was like, do not take this as you'll I'll forever never work with you again. Of course, I'm like, yeah. Let's just make this product work first. And do if you coach you really them through want, the yeah. process? You do? Yeah.
1: How many people are uh, are you supporting in, in your network?
2: Right now, since the year I've um, I've retired, there's like they've they've gotten less and less because they're they've graduated and they're off on their own and I'm so proud. Um, <laughs> mama but, bear. But um I do I probably coach about 150 still at uh, around. So that's through
0: various things like maybe one-on-one, but mostly Mm -hmm. there's a lot of groups, there's masterminds, things like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so something that I think I've heard about maybe a little bit from you and then I'm also picking it up in this conversation. I have it that you're doing something about the 98% failure ratio.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so, floor is yours. (laughs) And so, the the, another part is that so a lot of people are not willing to sell. And then the other part is that um, there are people. Most a lot of uh, the people that are actually joining affiliate marketing are people that are like in their seventies, eighties, nineties, even. They just want to supplement their retirement income. And since they have a lot of uh, spending power, um, the gurus are like hell yeah and then
1: capitalize and,
2: yeah and and then and then they're like um and there i have this one particular client and and I've, I've since taken her i'm like okay look i'm gonna comp a lot of things for you because this is where you're at but anyway um but she's the main reason why my friends and i built the program that we've built um well she's my my driving force and i shared it with my friends and they're like yeah let's do it but anyway okay. um um a lot of these people are like they're not passionate about affiliate marketing. They just want to make money. They just want to be be with their kids, some of them, be with their grandkids. Some of them just wants to supplement their retirement income cuz their nest egg is running out and people are living longer than ever.
1: Then retirement and, would typically yeah. have allowed, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so and and not to be all doom and gloom, but a lot of them would never get get it the tech part the uh totally. the sales stuff. that's nor a reality do they want to oh, yeah. they just want to live in florida and enjoy their retirement condo that's all they want they don't really want to learn about email marketing they don't want to learn the uh fuck the, i don't uh, want to learn about yeah. email marketing they don't want to learn the psychology behind why the sales funnels are built like that they just want to make money and so what i've what we've done is that okay so for those that want to learn Okay, we have a we have a program for you. And those that are like not they I just want to make money. We have a program for you. So what we've done is like okay you have the spending power send us your ad budget and we'll take it from there and it's not like you're going to be in the dark and we we'll are just send we'll just keep right. sending you commissions we're like okay hey george this is what uh, your ad uh, this is where your 500 dollars that you sent us last week went this is how the uh ad stats look like this is why it's good this is why it's bad this is how we're going to improve it mm. and then
1: so you're leveraging their capital to um, to drive more awareness around existing products that are inside of your affiliate yeah. network, yeah, uh, right. because they don't want to deal with any of that stuff. No, they just want to see that my investment is almost like. Uh, Stocks. It's like an alternative to stocks. Yeah, that's how it should be. Like you're instead of you just continuously selling
0: them products and them actually not getting any result, Mm -hmm. you're able to use the capital that they have that they want to get a return on. You use that to build your business, create some profit, and then like, oh i don't know share (laughs) with the people who gave you the fucking money yeah
2: and and you know like i see people that are like in their late 70s early mid 80s that are like they're really working on it they're really writing their emails every day they're trying to build their funnels but they just that's amazing crazy i didn't know that they just and they're just like spinning their wheels spinning their wheels spinning their wheels and i'm like I really feel f- I, I I this is taking a lot out of me. Every time we hop off our coaching call, I need to take like a couple yeah, hours yeah, to myself yeah. to like get myself back up on the surface. And then I was at an event last March, and I ran into I I met finally met met in person a lot of the old people that I coach. And then when we got back, um, one of them I called one of them, and she's like, "I'm very depressed." I'm like, "Why?" And she's like, and then she explained how she felt at the event. She's like, I was just feeling so left behind. Everyone is like talking about funnels. They're so there and there and there, and I can't even copy and paste.
0: Which half of them are full of shit, but
2: yeah, people yeah. yeah. how to good her?
0: it's going. But. And I
2: said, I said, okay, well, and I said, well, you know, I understand, and you're taking a, a lot of action. And you know what? You went from that old lady, <laughs> that lady that can't uh, can't even copy and paste to you're actually. You can actually run a funnel building software now, and she's like, "Yeah, but I still don't get the the psychology mind." I was like, and that's fine. You can't learn it in 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 a week. And she, and then we had our conversation went from here and there. And It's like, well, what do you know how to do? And she's like, "Well, um, you know, she she shared she's she's a teacher. I'm a I know how to do photo I was a, I do photography. I was like, oh, that's awesome. See, you're not perfectly, you're not completely useless. You have your own skills. Yeah, and then. And then I asked her I was like, "Okay, well actually uh, I was well, like,
0: you're like a complete waste of skin." I
1: mean, you you know, you got I mean, something going you on can in there. Take a picture.
0: Right? Yeah. And so, so pat
1: yourself on the back.
2: Yeah. And so I'm like, "Okay, this is probably going to go against some of cuz I'm I'm an affiliate for the company that she's bought from. And the company that she's bought from, I'm also an affiliate. They've uh, hired okay. me on to coach people. And that's kind of how I kept my retirement going, too, is like I do some background work for them a little bit. Um, but I'm like, OK, so obviously I'm talking to you as a friend right now, not as your coach of XYZ company. And um, I'm like, you know how to put stamps on mails, right? She's like, uh-huh. I was like, OK, well, I want you to really think about possibly looking at direct mail because direct mail marketing is alive and well not in a sense that we know that flyers in the mail no like like seriously beautifully (laughs) seriously and beautifully crafted sales letters in the mail with an envelope with your name on it with your address like just like you receiving a letter from a friend so it's like so it's like your email marketing is inside an envelope and people i would wager it's
1: probably got a higher level of efficacy in today's world given how much of an overload we we are experiencing in the digital space how disconnected we are and how much we appreciate the tangible thoughtful personalized whatever
0: well and add add if you're marketing to boomers on top of that i mean that's not well the reality is still
1: boomers uh, want that
0: yeah that's what i mean like they're like oh Mm -hmm. a male cool thank you
2: yeah (laughs) and she's and i was like okay i'm like i want you to really think about this i'm not hard closing you on anything Here's here's my here's my sales letter my direct my sales letter that I email my, I mail out to people. Just think about it, and and then next thing you know, she I just received a commission. She like signed up without even talking to me. She's like, I can do this. I actually see myself being able to do this, and so yeah, I'm
1: like, yeah. You you show people what it is that they can leverage mm-hmm. inside of their skill set. Yeah, uh, and and have that have that make a difference
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, removing the compulsive need for us to constantly be seeking more information to strive for more clarity mm. because uh, culturally in society and in society we're we are being fed that that is what you need to do and being in a complete overwhelm mm-hmm. and paralyzed despite all the information that we know yeah. it's so counterintuitive But if you don't know that that's happening, you're none the wiser. You're just sucked in and and you're running along the the channel. So I, I really, I really acknowledge you, Judith, for your willingness to even the playing field in this space, because there isn't a whole lot of integrity in that space. You create that integrity. Which is really cool.
2: <laughs> Isn't the word the triggers even the playing field. A lot of gurus is like, I've evened the playing field with oh, they, my, with my system. It's <laughs> like, it doesn't look very even to me, bro. <laughs> totally. totally.
1: But you actually are in your own way because you're giving people tools uh, that are necessary to use the tools that they're trying to buy.
0: Mm.
1: Most of us don't ever get that opportunity, we're stuck. Wakefield,
0: you've been working hard there, brother. Did you find something? I hope I didn't take you out of the podcast, getting you a no, look for it, you your... No, you uh, um, here. It doesn't really even matter. This if there's one, something that you want to share, we would love to hear from you. It's here. been too long.
3: <laughs> All right, so this touches just a few of the things that I heard in the room today. So you say you want to do this. Flew this like you knew this, coming hardcore through like the woo in 92 this, hurts too much to respond, painlessly like reflex, but shit's still tight for those that shade a night though society will say that y'all got free necks. Y'all wear many a yoke in this lifetime, post agricultural revolutionary thought, suffering for the great forgetting of past time, the yields of your fields now ready to rot, looking to spill, looking to spoil, they'll stick us in a timeless and a tireless toil, let Let's have more babies. Let's have more babies. No, let's make more babies. For we presume to have the knowledge of the gods. There must be a changing of minds, B said to me. Not old minds with new programs, but new minds with no programs. And I typed some more words into the computer. There is a nervousness in me. I am excited and I am upset like the stomach of the earth. I wear thin like a walking ulcer. I'm always itchy. We keep cutting trees. I've been clutching this moment for my whole life. I've turned inward upon eye to see what three I see. You cannot subtract along with me for I am the son of a negative sum. See how dark I shine. Once I had an imagination. Now all I have are nightmares. And why do I keep misplacing my memory? I used to keep it in a place I always forgot about and now it's not there. We are all boiling frogs heat us up for the slumber and turn it up for the kill do us for dinner cause we've never been doneer doing it well because we do it to ourselves we have no points of views we just listen to the news as the circular saw cuts effortlessly around our skulls and our headlight dulls when we finally blink we do it really fast cause we don't wanna miss anything the Wall Street suits in the ghetto bling bling go the casino lights on and off like your luck and your wife and the kids in the car and the house and the mortgage and the job or not and if that's the case you know that shit getting hot because you gotta support you gotta support you gotta farm more land to fight the famine that it caused as we fall out of planes we begin knitting parachutes ten thousand years and we've learned nothing I type some more words into the computer save
1: that's uh Super appropriate. Yeah, perfect. It really points to the underlying uh, thing that's broken, where people are taking advantage of it, and then there are people like Judith who who see and are choosing to take a different action to empower people. So that it's not to do automatic.
0: A, oh, sorry, to cut you off. It's all good. That's that's what I'm here for. <laughs> to to <laughs> keep me to off. keep it real, man. This is like. Um, I was just going to say we have to we have, to have a 2.0 episode with Judith well, always, back to a dig a little deeper. So uh, thanks for that, Wakefield. That was amazing. And thanks Judith, you. yeah, you got it. And thank you for being here, Judith. Uh, I'm fascinated by your story. I'm fascinated by what it is that you do. And I'm fascinated by possibility. Because I've been in and around and hearing about these things like affiliate marketing and all that kind of stuff for a long time. And just to see somebody who actually did the work and and made it happen. And you did it in a way that is not the norm, right? You did it in a way that is humanity plus you did it in a way that is being of service. And I think um, it just goes to show what's possible the longevity, the, uh, the acceleration, what can be created when you come from the heart right? Coming out of retirement at 27, I dare say that that's a pretty rare thing. So, uh, I just, I appreciate you being here. I'm connected to like hope and possibility. And, um, I'm glad for everybody who's listening because now they can track Judith down as well. So thanks for being with us on episode 66 of the Gist life podcast.